This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, would you rather be 30% smarter or 90% more attractive? 30% smarter. Yeah, I, I think so. Smarter. Everybody's going with smarter. So in other words, we all think we're attractive enough. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I don't think it would change my life to be, at this point, very attractive. Like, I don't think that would change. And there's things I could do that would make myself a little more attractive, and I don't do those. So the fact that I could go up so much, I don't see myself doing that. What do I mean? You're an attractive woman, so you're not yeah. fighting an uphill battle. No, but I mean like very basic things. If I put on makeup oh, yeah, in the morning yeah, and yeah. I still don't do that. So it's like, all right, I've kind of hit a point where I go, meh. Is wearing makeup kind of weird? I just am tired in the morning and I'm seeing you guys. So I don't, sorry. I... Yeah, believe me, it's a thrill for us too. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'd complain if I were you. And like, I don't know, I usually go and work out after this. So it's like the idea of putting on makeup and having it all drip off. I'll put it on later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only time I ever wear makeup is to do a TV appearance. That's the only time I've ever worn it. Did you feel like it improved you the way you looked? No. No. Didn't really. I, well, I actually tell you the truth, I had never even looked. So I yeah. don't know. I don't know if it did or not. I feel like if you would look so wild. With like a bronzer. Yeah. With a bronzer. We put some nice bronze on you, contour a little bit. Yeah. I always hate that saying of the art of makeup is to make it look like you're not wearing any. Yeah. Okay, then great. Why are you wearing some? (laughs) And some people, and don't get me wrong, like people who are good at makeup, they are killing it in the game. They woke up, put on makeup, looking great, all the things. It's just pure laziness. I not th- I don't think that I don't look better with makeup. It's none of that. I'm just lazy in the morning. Well, I mean, it's you got a baby. That's a whole different deal. But mm-hmm. even before that, how many times did you see me looking at the KQ, working all that hard on my well, looks? That was like 20 years ago, so <laughs> I'm going to have to think back. I just, I'm, just la- I'm just lazy. That's it. I'm lazy about looks. Well, why would you put makeup on a, to do a radio show that makes no sense? Right? Especially back then. The nobody saw us. All of a sudden, they'd be like, it's time for a photo, and I'd be like, like a woman in the cavern, like hissing, like, what? Yeah. You have any makeup on right now? No. See, I could never tell. I mean, because you have darker eyebrows, so it looks like you got some eye stuff in there. No, I got but nothing. You don't. I'm pure laziness. That's the only reason I don't. <laughs> I have pure laziness. No, I, I, I don't know. I don't think Catherine wears a lot of makeup either. No, but if she does, she probably does it well and takes her time. And I don't want to yeah. do that right now. Mm-hmm. It's all true. Well, we just talked through this. Would you rather be thirty percent smarter or ninety percent more attractive? We went, all went with smarter. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that saying, good looks can only take you so far, but what if good looks could take you 90% farther? A poll asked more than 8,000 people, would you rather be 30% smarter or 90% more attractive? And it was close. 53% of people said they'd rather be 90% more attractive, while 46% would choose 30% smarter. Some people had solid reasons for their votes, like, quote, I'm already pretty smart, so I'll take the intelligence part. Much better to be exceptional at one of them than good in both. And also, uh, looks fade with age. The intelligence would last your whole life. Well, that's not true either. As you get toward that, I don't know, 70, 75, and certainly 80, um, I'm sorry, but the intelligence thing starts going away. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It is funny that we tell people, like, hey, you're too old to work at McDonald's, but you're totally the right age to run the country. Yeah, there you go. That's what? Right. 80 years old, baby. Uh, On the flip side, quote, I'm smart enough, but being attractive in life is like lowering the difficulty. And I'm smart enough to know that being smarter would only make me more unhappy. That's a very good point. Oh, that is a good point. It's a really good point. Mm -hmm. That I'd only, if I were more intelligent, I'd be sadder. (laughs) That's a really good point. It almost makes me want to change my answer. uh, Just because it doesn't necessarily... It rarely translates into a happier person if you're intelligent, but I still take that. Most of the people I know that are supremely intelligent are not very happy people. Yeah, I was, I'm scared to say that is the same way I viewed that situation. It bums me out because it just makes me go, oh, they know things or thought about things we haven't thought about as much. Oh, that's probably true. I, I don't know. It, whatever. So be yourself. Who gives a rat's ass anyway? Yeah. Right? Good point. Who cares about the, you got the makeup and you got the this and the beep, ba da boop, ba da beep. You ever know somebody supremely smart? 
Yeah. That is, I'm not, we're not talking about people that are in the room right now. Obviously, yeah, that's no, what I was just, first thinking of. I should have said in the, I should say in the studio right yeah, now. Yes, yes, yes. There's more than one room in here. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, who cares about that kind of stuff? You are who you are. One of these days, maybe people will accept who they actually are. What do you think? Not going to happen? No. I don't know. And when you're Never. younger, you really, I think 20-something-year-old Brittany might have taken the 90% more attractive. When you're younger, you yeah, think that yeah. is the end all of, yep. you know, it's so important. It's so great. The way you look is very important. And uh, that's kind of been fading in my mind a little bit. And so... I also think it's the, the time you're, you're uh, where you're at in life. No, I suppose that is true. But, I mean, uh, you're an attractive woman, so that really doesn't affect you that much. But, uh, but you know, you still, I'm sh- everybody has their things they want. When you're, especially when you're young, I just remember there was A, B, and C. I wanted to be this size, and I wanted this kind of hair, and I yeah, wanted, you know. Yeah. And so everybody wants for different things. I love that about women anyway, Catherine. Oh, man, I look terrible. It's like, no, you do not look terrible. Not funny. Why do women think they look terrible? I think it's just because it's just what the whole world is telling us we're ugly all the time unless we buy this product, unless we do this thing. Is we're, that true? Really? Oh, we're constantly told. So, the, yeah. But they don't bring up the word ugly. They kind of imply it. Oh, yeah. They're like, mean? oh, you'd be beautiful if you bought this. Oh, you'd be so beautiful. you're not now. Yeah. Okay, you put, I get it. If you shave it. your legs with this, oh, it, you're going to be, your skin is going to be silky smooth. I looked down at mine and it's like. Ugh. Yeah. Like. There's a crazy story about Aaron Spelling, you know, the creator of 90210, sure. the yeah. longtime executive producer, and his daughter Tori was on Beverly Hills 90210. And before they shot that, it was probably like a couple of months beforehand, they had this big family gathering, and they all got together for a photo. And the mom, I don't remember her name, said something like, just look at this beautiful family. Everybody's just so good looking. And Tori said, and she wasn't looking at Tori. And Tori said, uh. Tori Spelling said, well, I'm, I'm pretty, right, Mom? And her mom said, well, after you get your new nose. Oh, my God. That is documented in her book. Her own daughter. Her own daughter. Well, after oh you get God. your new nose. Yeah. And so oh I wonder God. why there's so many problems with kids a little That's bit later on in life. That's so yeah. wild. That's horrible. Yeah. That's so wild. I can't imagine looking at my baby girl and saying something so horrendous. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question about that because I have noticed because I have, you know, in a year and a half, a grandson, mm-hmm. and then Seiji. Matter of fact, Seiji tomorrow turns five. Oh yeah, he does. He turns five tomorrow, and Fawny just turned seven. Those kids are beautiful. Yeah. Now, is that just because I'm their grandfather that I see them in a different light, or kids? To me, I got to be honest with you, not just my grandkids or whatever. Kids are very, very cute. I. I go into the daycare and I go, I could grab any one exactly. of these and be very yeah. happy. They're all so cute. They're incredibly cute. Especially when they're like, I, I don't know how to say this nicely. There's something a little goofy going on. with You know what I mean? Like they've got, you know, like a bigger head or mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, yeah. or like Gogo's got like her scarcity little hair and it's just, everything's cute. Everything's fun. I agree. They're just I so mean, damn much fun. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody just settle down. Everything will be good. Um, yeah, I like I said, you are who you are. Stop worrying about that kind of stuff, right? You are who you are. Welcome to the real world. I do love this headline. Yeah, Patrick Royce, I think, is one of the best, uh, certainly sports writers and probably writers we've ever had in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Royce is one hell of a talented guy, no doubt about that. Patrick Royce on the Pagan Nightmare and Hunter Uncertainty. Yeah, uh, Pagan got shelled yesterday. We we had that game in hand. Pagan came in, and I don't understand why they put him in in that position anyway. Did you guys watch the game yesterday? Mm-hmm. I, I don't really understand why they would put him in in that position because um, he's, I, I, well, whatever. I guess we're going to find out why they did it or whatever, but he got shelled when he came in. Did he? Yeah. He, well, he lost the game. Holy buckets. Hmm. We were up at 1.6 to 2, and then he came in. I think it was like, I don't remember the score. It pissed me off because I thought we were going to run the table on the damn Blue Jays, and we almost did. But, of course, the, the top of the ninth, we uh, didn't score any runs, and we lost by Six one. 6 to 2. Well, that was what it's – that seems like a pretty were, big lead. Yeah, they were kicking ass, and then all of a sudden Pagan came in and got hammered, and that was oh. the end of that. 
I don't know. Like I said, well, I suppose. Oh, it says Twins on verge of sweep before Pagan's lack of relief leads to a seven to six loss. Yeah, his he was terrible, and I suppose that's going to happen to pitchers. Their you know their mind is not in the right place, or they're this or they're that. I, I suppose that is going to happen to you, right? Yeah, and I mean like. Like, Phil will give us a good insight of what he thinks, why they didn't relieve him, but I would be wondering why they didn't relieve him. Yeah, you're giving up, because you get, well, is he the one who gave up the three-run homer? I can't remember. I think he, I think he is, yeah. But, yeah, you know what? Why don't we take a break, come right back, and we will ask Phil these very things, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Bernard for the Power Lodge and the world's largest Bennington pontoon dealer, Miller Marine and St. Cloud. Temps are up, prices are down. We just hit 88 degrees, so Miller Marine and Power Lodge are offering hot 88 summer deals for the next two weeks only. Get a Bennington pontoon at 28888 And as a bonus, the first eight pontoons come with a trailer for $1,888. Finance it all for just $288 a month. You want something larger, get a tri-tune starting at $43,888 or just $488 a month. With over 300 pontoons in stock, yes, I did say that, 300 pontoons in stock. They've got what you need at the world's largest Bennington dealer. Miller Marine and Power Lodge, of course. Payment terms and credit limits are subject to credit approval. So come on, it's time to get serious about your throttle therapy with this two-week deal until June 17th. So you got another five days. Check selection at powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. Hot 88 summer deals with Bennington pontoons are on now at the now, are now at the now at Lodge. Oh, whoever wrote that. I'm going to just go with this. With Bennington pontoons are on now at the Lodge and Miller Marine. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming the lovely and talented Phil Mackey to the show. Thank you, America. Thank you, America. Yeah. Yeah, I caught the tail end of a conversation I don't have the full context of, but uh, my legs are shiny and uh, smooth and amazing every single day. Yeah, they are. This is true. I have a question for you. Mackey's known for it. (laughs) Do you not have hairy legs? No, I have have hairy legs. Very hairy legs. Because I don't. I have no really? hair on my legs at all. Oh, really? And jealous. I don't know why. I have no idea. And, so you, and you don't shave them, right? This oh, is God, a safe no. space. We can talk about it. I'd ha- it'd be like shaving two Easter hams. That'd be a real thrill. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know if I can get these all the way up to. Yeah, I. Oh God, Tom's gonna Tom's gonna, gonna tear his hamstring yeah, trying to show. Kill you. <laughs> Listen, but yeah, my you I have, this will go viral on YouTube. Oh my God, my he just popped a calf muscle. There you go. See my arm? I have no hair on my arms either. Look at you! Isn't that weird? You could be an elite Olympic swimmer. I don't even. And have you any wouldn't have to worry about shaving your whole body. Exactly. Now, if I just had Think any about speed the time in the you water, saved <laughs> all the speed in the water, baby. You know, I have a. I don't know why uh, we're down this path, but since we are, so one time I was. I used to cover the Twins as a beat writer. You know, ten, twelve years ago. And do you guys remember the the Notre Dame quarterback who got drafted? He was kind of a bust in the NFL, but Brady Quinn. Oh yeah, absolutely. He was he he was like 2005 or 2006 the Notre Dame quarterback. God, is that long and ago? For some, yeah, time man. flies, man. It is uh, almost 20 years ago. Apparently, Brady Quinn was their quarterback, and I remember for some reason, I don't know if he was in town calling a college football game or something, but he was standing. At the batting cage, like they were letting Brady Quinn and some other NFL guys take batting practice. And I was standing right next to him. He was in gym shorts and, you know, like a workout T-shirt. Zero body hair. Yeah. And I and I asked, I said, I asked one of the PR guys, I'm like, 
All right, this is a really creepy and weird question, and I apologize for uh, the creepy nature, but why does he not have body hair? Apparently, Brady Quinn shaves his whole body. At least he did when he was an athlete for, like, athletic performance reasons, that it makes you faster or makes you able to, I don't know, perform your athletic tasks at a more efficient rate. That makes no sense. I don't He's know. Swimming, I, I guess. It, it didn't work for him in the NFL. So, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Where's your hat today? You're not wearing a, the the hat. Oh, should I should I grab one here and try oh, it backwards? I mean, here, hold on one second. Oh, he's going to get it. He's going to get his hat. Oh, there's a there's a couple of hats right there behind. There's a football. How about this one? Yeah, that'll do. Thank oh, you. Oh, there's a good look. A little blue for you, Tom. Got Continuity here. Yes, yeah, so we've got two blues, one gray, <laughs> and then we've got uh, Brittany wearing the white headphones. So we're good to go. We're good. Yeah. Um, did, I know you want to talk about the twins here, but did you guys see uh, 42 years ago today, Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark came out? Oh. And I saw a trailer this morning. Apparently in two weeks, 80-year-old Harrison Ford is bringing it back for the Dial of Destiny, another Indiana Jones movie coming out this yeah, summer. Yeah, right. I saw That's that. That's crazy. And do we know, I know he's starring in it, but is he really starring in it? Like, is he going to be in the whole thing? I, yes. I the, the trailer I saw, it was like, and I don't know who's doing stunts for him, but it was him on a horse trying to outrun a train and wow. then him jumping on the back of a train and then him discovering some gem that he's been looking for his whole life. But wow, I mean, you talk about milking a franchise. That's, that's a, a half cent. He's 80 years old. That's, Riding on horses, running away from trains. That's I'm wild. here. I'm here for it. By the way, I'll be the first in line to watch that movie when it comes out. Oh, really? Yes. I, I saw the first one. I've not seen any of the others. Really? Yeah, not my. So kind you of saw deal. Raiders forty years ago? Yeah. Yep. Did you guys see the last one with Shia LaBeouf? Nope. With a crystal skull. Did you see that one, Phil? I did see that, but I remember nothing about it. It is junk. It might be one of the worst <laughs> movies ever made. It is so bad. So they decided, all right, we we bombed 10 years ago whenever that movie came yep. out. Let's do it again yeah. just for fun. Yeah. yeah. Don't well, there was, I mean, Indiana Jones' Temple of Doom was always my favorite as a kid. And then I watched it back with Judd because we do these action movie rewinds on our show. We watched it back like three years ago. One of the corniest movies of all time. Oh, is it so bad? Did it not the, live up? Yeah. The villain, re- his, his like villain move, Tom, is he'll reach into your chest through the skin and the bone, through your sternum, and pull your heart out of your chest. Who does this? Ba- the villain in uh, Temple of Doom, Temple Indiana of Doom. Jones okay. Temple. That's okay. the. Se- uh, what I'm saying is that you may have jumped out at the right time back in 1981. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess if you have the ability to do that, you could like just quickly, you know, grab their leg first, or like, you know what I mean. If you're that strong to like break through things, if you can't get to their center mass, there's other things you could do. If you were that talented at breaking through skin, that's very. You could probably like rip their arm off and yeah. beat them over the head with their right. own arm if you want. Right? You could show off. Yeah, wow. yeah, exactly. So, anyhow, maybe we'll take Tom to you. I don't think you have to see the other ones. We'll just take you to see eighty-year-old Harrison Ford running around in an archaeologist uniform. I really actually like him. He's on a TV show now, and uh, what what TV shows? Shrinking. 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 Yeah, he's pretty good on there. Yeah. Yes. So okay. I don't. It's not that I don't like him. I just. I don't know those action movies. The first, they're all the same. Like the Temple of Whatever. It's like what? Okay, <laughs> I don't know. Movies right now suck. They're terrible. Well, but that's you know why though. That's because anything that would get greenlit as a movie, for instance, mm-hmm. is now getting greenlit for an eight-part HBO yeah. series yeah, or an eight true. or an eight-part Netflix series. The fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger just signed a deal. With Netflix, and I don't know if you guys have seen the first season of Fubar. So Fubar is an action movie that they just spliced up, <clears throat> excuse me, into ten episodes for Netflix, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. So these guys presumably make more money doing something like that than they would, yeah, you know, filming a movie. And maybe it's less strenuous schedule wise. I don't know, but it, yeah, it does seem like anything that, it, unless it's a huge Marvel movie or a, like a superhero movie yeah, or, or yeah. a big franchise like Indiana Jones where we're just running it back for the sixth time, it gets greenlit as a TV show instead. Yeah, that's happening a lot, isn't it? it, it uh, 
I would love going to the movie, though. I want to go sit. I want to go buy my popcorn, go sit in a movie theater and watch a movie. I love doing Last one I saw, I think, was Puss in Boots with the grandkids, I think. <laughs> we went out to the old Southridge Crossing Theater and saw that bad boy. So, yeah, I just, I love going to the movies, but there's just nothing to see. Do you guys have a favorite movie theater in the Twin Cities? Southbridge, absolutely. I love okay. that place. Love it. Great restaurants around it and everything. I like the uh, Dinah on 50th and France. Yes, I love absolutely. that one. But yeah. for my go-to, just because it's close to the house and I know the ins and outs, I usually just go to AMC Southdale. I mean, Eden Prairie is closest to me, but actually this one at the West End I used to go to constantly. Yeah. And it's yeah. so nice. I've been to movies a lot with you, Tom, at this one over here. I love like the West End, there's, and there's all kinds of theaters like this now where you just, you can, there's like a bar yeah. and yeah. you can, you can get a cocktail. Mm-hmm. So my favorite, and I, I haven't, I haven't been there in a couple of years now, but I used to go to movies all the time at uh, the St. Anthony Main Theater, like Loved on that it. old oh, yeah. brick street. Loved it. It's a great one. And I remember I was on a run just out of college, like 20 years ago, and I was on a run of going to movies by myself. I was just, I just would go to movies alone and it was, I think. The idea of doing that for the first time is weird because I go to a movie alone, right? But once you start doing it, it's yeah. actually kind of it's, it's a the, revelation. It's the best. It's like the best alone thing to do. When I used to be on the morning show, it was what I'd do in the middle of the day. It's like, why would you want somebody with you? Like, right. it's the most alone thing you do. <laughs> so I went there one time. I love horror movies. And I remember this is, I don't know, 15 years ago. It was like the second or third Paranormal Activity movie came out. And I went to a 10 o'clock p.m. showing one night, and it was like me and one other Ah. random stranger in the theater watching this Paranormal Activity. Have you guys seen the Paranormal Activity movies before? Yeah, I remember seeing the first one in theater, and it like terrified me. Yes. So I was sitting in there, and it's, you know, it's, they're kind of played out now, but at the time, it was this sort of revolutionary. It's, It's basically... You're watching on someone's ring cam. The whole movie is like spying on what's happening in a house as it's haunted, right? Mm-hmm. And all these things happen. And I remember I've never been more scared in my life walking back at midnight, <gasps> wet, damp, fall night, that old 1850s brick street in St. Anthony, Maine, Minneapolis. And I'm slow walking out to my car, just like, oh my God, this is terrifying. And I bet you that one other individual was feeling the exact same way, yeah. but you guys could not unite. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, you can't talk. And I'm sure they were like, okay, do I leave first or do I wait? I can't wait because this person, you know what I mean? Like, we both thought the other one was going to follow the other one to their car and, and kill each other, probably, Absolutely. right? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would say, I actually, this is one of the nerdiest things that anyone can ever admit. Uh, I keep a spreadsheet of the horror movies that I've watched in my life, going back to The Exorcist in the mid '70s. Tom, lick me. <laughs> That's all I have to oh, say he, to you. He was on a call. He didn't hear with the lead up. He just had something to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> lick me. <laughs> so you were ranting about Emilio Pagan earlier, and uh, yeah, that guy's terrible. He's Why terrible. Why do they keep running him out? I don't know. He gets shelled all the time now. Wasn't he supposed so, to be their closer at one point? Well, he was, yeah, before Duran came up. Right, he was, so right. they made that trade. I can't remember the, they, well, they, tra- they traded Taylor Rogers, who was one of their best relievers, and uh, somebody else, can't remember who. And they wind up getting that Chris Paddock, who instantly needed Tommy John surgery and is <laughs> right. just out, right? right, right. These guy, guys in a twins uniform for five minutes and tears his elbow. And then Emilio Pagan was the other guy they got back. So there's a million stats in baseball. And I love to bring stats to the to the table here. So over the last three seasons, there's a stat called a win probability added, which is basically when you enter a game as a pitcher, what is the percentage chance your team has to win in that current moment? And then when you leave, is there a greater percentage chance that, that you're going to win? Did you did you get the batters out that you needed to? And now you know you go from a sixty percent chance to win to an eighty percent chance to win. Or did you give up a three-run bomb, you know, in in uh, you know the 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 third deck, and now your team has a zero percent chance to win? So basically, how much did you help your team's chances to win or not over the last three years? 198 qualified relief pitchers in baseball. Emilio Pagan ranks 193rd in oh. that category. <laughs> He's awful. 
Burt Blylevin set the record in a single season for home runs allowed back in, yeah, was it the yep. late 70s? He's like 50-some home runs yep. he allowed back in the 70s. If you take Emilio Pagan, and he doesn't pitch as many innings because he's a relief pitcher, you take his last three seasons and start to add up the home runs, he's on pace to blow away Burt Blylevin's record if you were to give him you know, the amount of innings that Burt pitched. So why would you put, while well, we had a four-run lead, maybe that's safe. Not with him on the mound, it's not. No. No. And it's like, okay, once he puts the first two guys on, have you right. not seen, speaking of right. scary movies, have you not seen this one before? I know. Why wouldn't you yank him? He walks the first, they, well, they weren't, no, they were both hits. They were both singles. That's right. But if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Why wouldn't you, it's time to go get him. The game is on the line now. You put him within one run of us uh, already. Get him out of there. Right? There's another great one. So when he, I'm just looking through this guy's career stats here. When the when the twins are ahead versus when the twins are behind. So if you bring him in with a lead, opponents have opponents have an OPS that's equal to Barry Bonds in the middle of the steroid era. <laughs> But when, but when he comes in and the Twins are trailing, when there's no pressure, he's actually pretty good. There's but I don't know how much more evidence you need at this point. You're just asking for it when you let him pitch in a situation like that. Now, Jax has gotten better because he sucked, too, there for a while, but he's a lot better now. Yeah, so he has nine scoreless outings since he— Right. I think it was in, it was in Los Angeles that he just couldn't get anyone out. Right. And sometimes that happens where, you know, a reliever will just go sideways for three weeks and you sure. have to stick with him. Yep. When a reliever goes sideways for two years, I don't think you need to stick with him anymore. So that's the difference between Griffin Jacks and Emilio Pagan. Uh, we had a couple people write in about this, and maybe you can shed some light, uh, Phil, that uh, Chad, here's one. Uh, relief pitchers have to face three batters minimum. That's why he wasn't pulled. Is that a real thing? That is, yeah, no, that's true. Yep, that I is never, true. I didn't so, even know that. So that's, yeah, that's the biggest difference between... This year and last year, which the rule was in effect last year too. So yeah, I mean, listen, listen to us. Pull him out of the game while well, he'd have to, he'd have to fake an injury or something, and then which wouldn't be the worst thing. And then he'd have to go on the injured list. Maybe that was the strategy. Hey, Emilio, grab your elbow. <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna fake an injury here. But yeah, so you do have to face. It's a three batter minimum. So you do have to once you commit to a guy, he has to be out there Why? either for three batters or for the end of the inning, and then you can replace him. Why? It's because we had. We've gotten to the point with pace of play where these managers, with especially with expanded rosters, like during uh, the last couple seasons, they just they'll go lefty righty lefty righty in the middle of a sixth inning and just bog the pace of the game down. Yeah. So it was one of the now what handful of measures that baseball took to try and move things along a little bit here. I'll tell you what, Tom Kelly was a genius at that, though. He would take one guy who would face one guy, and then he'd take yeah. him out, and it worked. He was brilliant at that. Yeah, and Gar- Gardenhire, for a while, was pretty good at it, too, when yeah. he took yep. over. They yep. had, the Twins had a guy, I think it was when Gardy took over, named Dennis Reyes. Mm-hmm. And De- Dennis Reyes was the lefty specialist. And he literally, in a full season, would pitch like 30 innings or 40 innings all against left-handed hitters. And he was dominant, but now baseball is trying to is trying to get rid of that type of specialization because it just t- think about how long it takes. The manager has to walk out there slowly, right, get right. the ball, walk back. Then the reliever has to come out from, you know, beyond the center field fence. It just it's not like other sports where all right, we're going to sub a line in hockey. Okay, like these guys are just going to climb yeah. over the boards yep. in the middle of the action. Or in the NFL, they it's just bang bang in baseball. When you bring a new pitcher in, or or did you guys see yesterday? They had to bring a new home plate umpire in. Yeah, the home that was it. Like Hunter it hurt. took a foul tip, oh. st- and they said he might have broke his arm. Took a foul tip straight off the arm, Oof. Right and in there the was bicep, like a fifth. Right? I think it was in the forearm, off the forearm. Oh, bone. was it? Maybe it just hopped up. That looked like it hurt like a some bitch. I'll tell you that. And then he, yeah, he put his helmet on, basically saying, "No, I want to." Keep me in, coach. <laughs> and, the, and the medical staff's like, dude, you might have a broken arm. So we're going to. People have some, gonna put- such stronger work ethic than I've ever had. If I even <laughs> broke a nail too severely here, I'd be out. The idea of breaking an arm and saying, I'm going to play, like, I'm going to keep going. Why, sir? Why? Well, I, we should- I want to I see the, the pain that Brittany will talk through on a morning talk show. No, Let's- it's not much. <laughs> 
the amazing thing about that game was it happened to both umpires behind the plate. Really? Oh, it did it? Yep. They brought the next guy in, and he got hit by a pitch. It looked like it hit him in the neck, for Christ's <laughs> sake. Oh, my God. Oh, looked like it hurt like a sumbitch, but he stayed. In, he did stay in the game. Get it like, together, no, 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 I get it. Catcher. Has that ever happened where you, you start the game, it's a Major League Baseball game with four umpires, and mm-hmm. two of them have to be removed? Has a Major League Baseball game ever finished with two umpires going down? Yeah, he just wouldn't leave the game. He said, no, 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 I'm staying in. I'm good. The second There's guy blood squirting out of his neck. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Oh, God, you got to get going here. Sorry about that. Uh, no, you're good. I, got, I do have to get going here. Uh, I will someday show you my spreadsheet of horror movies, and yeah. you can judge me. You know Perfect. what? I'm a huge fan of horror films, so maybe we'd agree on some stuff. Maybe we'll, I'll do a little Mount Rushmore ranking for you sometime here, and we can, uh, <laughs> can put it up. The four on Mount Rushmore. That works for me. Thanks, Phil. All right. See you guys. Have a day. Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen, score north, taking care of business. Um, anything in the... Oh, I see George Soros has handed the keys to his empire to his son, 37, who is crazier than he is. So that ought to go really well, don't you think? Oh, I'm sure it'll go great. Mm-hmm. I met a guy recently who said that he was... Um uh, he's like an apartment owner. He owns a few buildings in the Washington, oh. D.C. area. Okay. And he said that one day out of nowhere, he got this a phone call from this guy who was talking a million miles an hour. And he's like, I got to come see this apartment. I got to come see it. It's George Soros. Mm-hmm. He shows up. They hang out for like 20 minutes. All the guy does is talk about everything that he owns. And I got this. And I got this credit score. And I got all this money. And blah, blah, blah. And at the end of it, he guy runs his credit. And he calls George back. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Like, your credit is not good enough to You can't. We can't live here. I can't get you an apartment. I can't George get you a condo. Soros? Yeah. And the guy like loses his mind. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't know. He gets, gets off the phone and he goes, there's something up with this dude. Oh, there's yeah. There's something up with this guy. He doesn't know what it is. He can't put his finger on it. But he's like, I think this guy might just be a little off his rocker. And then fast forward to what we are all seeing unfold with this guy now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know what amazes me about that is that some people like him. Yeah. They think he's a charismatic, fun guy. He's a thief. He yes. destroyed countries. <laughs> yes. How can he be a... He destroyed economies, uh, entire countries' economies, and he's a good guy? Yeah. Insane. Isn't he worth, like, how many billions of dollars? Mm. It's uh, The number is huge. Yeah. And it basically was all... Well, didn't he invent the hedge fund? Could have been. I'm not sure. But, you know, but when it comes down to that, like, why would you have... You know, why would you be trying to get yourself into like an, an apartment or a condo? The, this guy thinks that maybe he was trying to get people into that building. It wasn't for him. It was like he had some business associates oh. or people he didn't want to have his like family or his other business associates know about. Oh. So he was trying to get him in kind of under the radar like, hey, man, I'm not going to give you all my details just because if it ever came out, you could pinpoint this back to me and I could be implicated in some big things. God. I don't know. Feels like a that guy's a, a, just a total mess. God, the money grubbing is just disgusting. Your whole life is money. Yeah, I don't know. Eh, whatever. If you need that much money, there's something where you probably got a small wiener. That's what <laughs> probably. I'm That's what I'm thinking. I yeah. think so. Something like that. So now he handed his, and apparently his son is crazier than he is. I, I don't know anything about his son, but his 37 year old son apparently is way over the top. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how how that's going to work out, but hopefully they'll all go back to Hungary. What do you think? <laughs> Works for me. <clears throat> Although he tanked the economy there, so I don't think they'd let him back in the country. Sure. Maybe he still lives there. I don't know what the hell the whole situation is, but boy, a lot of negative news this morning. A lot of people getting killed in fights and George Soros and Berlusconi died at 86 years old. Unfortunately. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about Berlusconi. Me neither. If he was a good leader or not, I have no clue. Uh, his attorney's notes may haunt Trump an indictment. I, I just, you know what's so funny about that? Uh, I don't see a lot of people stepping up going, because my position is I wish they'd arrest all of them. I really do. Trump, Biden, all, just arrest everybody. Mm-hmm. A bunch of filthy pigs. But I suppose that's leadership in the world, isn't it? It's not just in the United States. It's, that's pretty much leadership in the world, isn't it? Yeah, I think the biggest problem is it's humans, right? It's humans. You're absolutely right. Now, wait a minute. This ad just popped up. What is Asteroid City? I don't know. Uh, is it a game for your phone? It says Asteroid City, Jason Schwartzman, Scarlett Johansson, Tom Hanks, 
an American empirical picture by Wes Anderson, Asteroid City. Oh, yeah. this I did see about oh, oh, this. Did you? Yeah. Wes Anderson's about... got a new movie coming out. Um, it's got all the typical Wes Anderson actors in it, the mm-hmm. Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, all that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any good? I don't know. I mean, I mean, his stuff any good in general? Oh, Wes Anderson? Yeah, he's got some great movies. I don't know. It looks kind of interesting. For some reason, he's got the he's got the back rocket on, and he's flying through the air. So I don't know what the hell that's all about. But I don't know. Look, might be. I just want to go to a movie at a theater. I really could. You just put a decent movie at a theater so I can go and buy my popcorn and sit in a movie theater. Barbie movies coming out soon. That's right in my wheelhouse. I'll tell you. I think it's going to be really funny. Could be. Yeah. Well, if it's funny, I'd go see it. Yeah, I think. I think. It's supposed to be a lot of little winks and make fun of itself. It should well, be pretty that, fun. I would like that then. Yeah. That'd be good. Syracuse, New York. When you think of Syracuse, New York, what do you think of? Like uh, Jim Brown went to Syracuse University, and that's literally the first thing. Well, I thought I thought Syracuse, and the first thing that always pops in my head is Jim Brown. I think Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait went there too. Yeah, he's from there originally. Oh, he's from Syracuse. Yep. Mm-hmm. God, I didn't. Know. God, I haven't seen Bobcat in about. I bet you it's been 15 years since I've yeah, seen him. Yeah. How's he doing? Good. Great guy. Out on the road, him and Dana Gould, uh, always out doing stuff. They got Dana new, Gould's a great guy. Great too. guy, yeah. They yeah. got a documentary out right now with them traveling, how they, when they were younger back in Boston, they both hated each other and then grew up to, you know, become friends. And then they, they traveled. I think we may have talked about this a couple months ago. When they were about to go start their tour, on the way to the first gig, they got in a rollover car accident. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that, yep. Yep, and then the, the documentary is them restarting the tour. Well, I don't know, maybe I'd, I'd see that. Yeah, it's very good. What's that on? I don't know, I must make my, probably Amazon Prime, I imagine. Can't remember the name of it, but if you just, you know, if you look up Bobcat, Dana Gould, Doc, I'll look. No, is I he, got it, you keep oh. talking. Is he still making movies? He, every now and again, not as much as he used to. Uh, Sleeping Dogs Lie was really good. World's Greatest Dad was great with Robin Williams. Um... There's another one that he did. Oh, what is it called? I'm spacing on it now. But yeah, he's done a couple of really good movies. I mean, they gross like thirty-seven dollars. But yeah, they don't make any money. They make no money. That's yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. They basically break even every time. I always loved having him in studio. He was God. What was the blonde woman's name on? Oh, she was from Minnesota. Very, very attractive blonde woman. She was on WKRP, I think. Oh, you're talking about, uh, oh, I can see her name, Lonnie Anderson? Lonnie Anderson. Yeah. They were both in studio over at the Q back Mm. in the day. Those two kids didn't get along, I'll tell you that. Really? Holy Hannah. Well, he was teasing her, and she didn't take it too well. Oh, sure. Which I don't really understand. If you're that beautiful, why can't you take a little teasing? Mm Mm-hmm. That was very odd. Yeah, Bobcat. And then Bobcat changed quite a bit. When he started making movies, I ran into him in Vegas, and he was not very friendly. Yeah, he got a little recluse for he a while. Absolutely he absolutely did. It grew the beard. It wasn't yeah. really the same yep. old Bobcat that remember. I do remember one clip of him on the Today Show with Katie Couric when he put out, uh, what was it called? The Clown Movie. Remember that? Like oh, yeah. Sparkles the Clown <laughs> yeah. or something. Jesus. And there was a representative from like the Clowns of America. And they're on TV and Katie Couric's like, you know, hey, listen, um, you know, Bozo or whoever, you know, what do you have to say to Bob about, you know, him giving a bad representation to clowns? And the guy's like, well, there's clowns out there that are doing a good thing for America and they're bringing happiness to children and Bobcat's like, did you lose a bet? Like, why are you on TV right <laughs> now so debating God. me about clowns? Like, what is the pro- your problem? And those were some of the best moments, but you're right, after that, he kind of took a back seat. He started doing some like bits for Jimmy Kimmel. He was directing yeah. a little bit more yep. TV and then did yep. the movies and then got out of everything for a long time. Their movie together is called Joyride, and it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, there you go. It is on Amazon Prime. And who's in it? It's Dana Gould and Bobcat Goldwyn. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, it's very good. So he's back? Yeah, he's out doing shows. Yeah, uh, he is going to be in Nebraska coming up in November, and uh, I think I might be on the books for him on like a Saturday night, opening up for him down there. Okay. But yeah, I would love, he's such a fun guy. I'll ask him, hey, man, when I run into him, like, hey, you want to pop on the show? I bet he would. He used to come in all the time. I mean, he literally... Literally, at times, came in three, four times a year. Sure. And he was terrific. Yeah. He would come in and just light people. Like I said, Lonnie Anderson was not a big fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which was kind of fun to watch, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was a, first of all, I thought he was a great guy. I thought he was very, very smart. 
But then, yeah, when he started directing movies, he changed a lot. Mm-hmm. It was, he took himself way too seriously. Like, yeah, calm down. Yeah, and I think that's what's nice about the Joyride thing is it's him and it's him and Dana yeah. Gould really accepting the fact that they are on the back halves of their careers. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, oh, I definitely mm-hmm. want to watch that. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to have him in studio because I haven't seen him in a long time. He and I used to get along really, really well. But like I said, last time I saw him was in Vegas, and he was a director, and he was not friendly at all. Sure. But it sounds to me like he wasn't friendly to anybody. Yeah, I don't know. You catch people on the wrong day sometimes, and you know. Yeah, that does happen. Except for me, I'm always very pleasant to everyone. Obviously. You know what I mean? This is kind of a a given. That's what you're saying? (laughs) Obviously. We have to take a break, be right back, and wrap this bad boy up in just a couple of minutes. It's Tommy B. for our new advertiser, Niemeyer Trailer Sales. This has been a part of Minnesota since 1965, and the name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim Sr. started the business, and now brother and sister team, Tim and Lisa handle Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm in Elko Newmarket. The best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood. Niemeyer Trailer Sales truly outservices their competition with personable employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family. That's a family-owned business, of course, you know that, who simply do what they say they will do every time because their names are on the building. And with a huge selection of RV services pros, you will leave satisfied no matter what you're looking for. They take care of every memory maker, I mean customer, that comes in their Albertville or Elko Newmarket location. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? An old-school website with outdated information? Hubbard Interactive can help. They can do it all for your business. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things all the best ways. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp. Plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Proof yet again that the world has lost its mind. More people shot than killed or stabbed in Syracuse, New York. What is wrong with people? Hmm. That is, I, I didn't realize that Syracuse was uh, the hotbed for violent violence right now. Because I feel like that's the place where everybody Weird. goes to to get out of the violence. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Hmm. Uh, some injuries were caused by vehicles fleeing gunfire in Syracuse. Officers arriving at a pop-up block party in New York State. Ugh. Early on Sunday, found at least 13 people had been 13 people had been shot, stabbed, or hit by vehicles. Oh, my God. Syracuse police received a call about shots fired early Sunday at a gathering of hundreds of people. USA Today reports the victims range in age from 17 to 25. You're 25 years old, and this is how you act. Really? You're yeah. that goddamn... Uh, it's disgusting. Yeah. Did you guys see Aurora, Colorado? That, that what happened there this weekend? Mm-mm. Police officers uh, killed a 14-year-old boy. You didn't see that? It was on, I, saw no. it, I saw it yesterday on the news. And here's the problem with, that they do is that they go, the police shot a young boy for shoplifting. And you're like, wow, that is terrible. And then you read a little bit deeper and you're like, okay, well, maybe it was a robbery. And you're like, okay, that's not as good, but okay, still looks pretty bad for the police. And they're like, but he was holding a pellet gun in the inside of his... See, this is what I'm saying. And I'm like, well, why don't you guys lead with that? Like, why do you... You make me feel bad for the victim here, and all of a sudden, like, police officers are having to deal with a 14-year-old who's got a hood over his head and a gun in his waistband. Mm -hmm. But what they originally tell you is police officers shot a young boy for shoplifting. That's what the news does now. that, That part of it drives me nuts. The national news is a disaster. And did you see CNN's latest ratings? Their ratings are terrible. Sure. Because all they ever do is talk, do things like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, let's not mention the fact that everybody else was in danger. Sure. (coughs) Excuse me, just that that one guy got shot. Yeah. 
There was another example of that, almost identical to what you're talking about. The people say, oh, well, this, this, and this. And it turns out, no, that's not what happened at all. Mm-hmm. Well, that case where the guy's on trial now for choking that one guy to death, didn't mean to choke him to death, but he did, right? Which, oh, you know, the sad part is I'm not sure which incident yeah, you're exactly. talking about. Yeah, The, uh, <coughs> damn, I don't know what the hell. You came in and I'm allergic to Brittany. That's what it is. <laughs> I have that effect on men. No, the guy it put the guy in a chokehold and he didn't mean to kill him, but he died. Uh, oh, you're talking about the military vet on yeah, the subway. Yep, yes, yep. yeah, I saw that. Well, the guy came in and he started throwing everything at people. Then he threatened everybody and he said, I don't care if I die or not. Uh, then he came over to that guy and threatened to kill him. Yeah. So the guy put him in a hold and unfortunately he died. But if you threaten to kill me, I'm not going to stand there and just take it. Absolutely. Look, I wish no one would die. But you can't have psychopaths on trains acting like that. It was on a subway, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there has to be some <clears throat> humanistic, like, grace given. Like you said, yeah, with the guy putting him in a headlock, <clears throat> there's this, like, idea that you release at a certain point or whatever. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of things going on. I mean, I don't know all the details of that, but I go, that's a human response to fear. Is, he threatened to kill me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would think that that's uh, some people. That's how you would respond. You're, I mean, I don't know how serious of a threat it is, but if you feel like you're seriously threatened, you're going to act. Well, look at this: thirteen people here shot, stabbed, or hit by vehicles. People don't care if they, who, who they kill now. What the hell is that? Mm. Uh, I just don't understand this. I real. I, why did we get? Why are people acting like this? Because there's a reason they're acting like this. Is it because the national news tells them on a daily basis they're being treated horribly? I don't think it's that simple. <clears throat> but can, can you tell me more details of was who, who? Like I don't know anything about the Syracuse thing. All right, our officers arriving at a pop-up block party in New York State early Sunday found at least 13 people have been shot, stabbed, or hit by vehicles. Syracuse police received a call about shots fired early Sunday at a gathering of hundreds of people. USA Today reports the victims range in age from 17 to 25, per Syracuse.com, including three males and ten females. Five were stabbed, four were shot, and four were struck by vehicles fleeing after the gunfire began. Officers, uh, are they saying that ten of the people shot or run over were women? So, okay, was there one person <coughs> shooting and firing? Like, what... That's what I'm wondering. And I, I'm sorry to be like, I just, mm-hmm. this whole story is kind of blowing my mind. Was Were the people fleeing in vehicles accidentally hitting people as well? Is that part of the count? Because this is a crazy story. Like, really what's is. happening? It really is. Fisher said all of the injured are expected to survive, thank God. Police said they'd release more information as their investigation progresses. So they don't really have a whole lot of information to give you yet. Isn't that weird? That's wild. I don't know what to tell you. It just... I really, really wish that we would stop with this. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, that's a terrible Ugh. headline. It makes me feel so uneasy. I agree. You'll get no argument from me, sister. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just really, really wish we wouldn't keep acting like this. I, I, I just, I don't know what the hell to tell you. I, what more can I say? I, I think you owe us some random facts to... I owe you random facts. That was the whole story. I read (laughs) the whole thing. No, I mean, like, you know how we have the random facts sometimes to cleanse the palate? Oh, you mean the random facts on on, on my list? Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. I could get that taken care of for you. No problem. problem. Oh, Oh, my 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 That's my my fault. Turn yourself off. That's right. Yeah, that was my fault. Got it. Because I hit the wrong button and and I disconnected myself. Mm -hmm. The host has muted your mic. That's what it says. (laughs) So that's good. Okay, now what, what story are we talking about there? Um, on our service, that random facts. You sometimes oh, you want random that, facts. Just yes. at least one, just to, because that story was rough. We've it, had some rough is stories. Is that the complete cheat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you, the producer now? Is that the plan you're going to no, tell us? No, I was just story? asking for no, my own no, no, mental no. health if we played, if we listened. If we, you don't have any mental health. You're Brittany. I have a little bit. <laughs> you have a little I left I save over. it for Mondays. <laughs> okay, you wanted me to do the five random facts for today. Yes, I like when you read these. For Monday. Yes. That's what it says. Five random facts for Monday. Here they are, ladies and gentlemen. Um, number five, sriracha sauce is named after a city in Thailand called Sriracha, where it was probably first used. 
That's a random fact. Well, a lot of people have like weird origin stories about it or think sriracha means rooster because there's a rooster yeah. on it. I never heard of that. Yeah. Oh. Also, I hate the people that go, uh, it's sriracha. I will never. Like, oh, I stop I'll it never. with the R. I hate that. I would yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It is sriracha. Yeah. Yeah. It is spelled but S-R. Yeah, but this one is like S-I-R-A-C-H-A. Yeah. Sriracha. Yeah. Yeah. We're not saying and it like sriracha that. Sriracha is, you're yeah. right, the other one is spelled S-R-I-R. Dumb. We're calling it sriracha. <laughs> yeah, and everyone knows Frank's Red Hot is superior to sriracha sauce. They're different. There you go. They're a different vibe, and you know that. Yeah. I cook with sriracha, and, like, Frank's Red Hots goes on, like, pizza. Okay. They're different lanes, <laughs> sir. Different lanes, baby. The state of Georgia has almost twice the area of the con- country of Georgia and almost three times the population. So there you go. That's good. Um, Only 3,715 copies of Moby Dick were sold between when it was published in 1851 and when the author Herman Melville died 40 years later. Only 3,715 copies? Tens of millions of copies have been sold since then. That's wild. How did that book survive? I don't know. As soon as he died, I guess, then they started buying it. Hmm. Uh, more battles during the Revolutionary War were fought in New Jersey than any other colony. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. It does not seem like a historic place. See, yep, we're learning things. Before water fountains were used for people to drink water in public, people used to drink from something called the common cup, which was shared and very unhygienic, a cup or ladle-type spoon attached by a string. No, thank you. I'm good. Come on, share a cup with me. Nope. <laughs> Come on, on, please. Matter of fact, I remember seeing one of those at a farm when I was a kid. You do? Yep, I didn't drink out of it. But no, it like, I I'm just shocked you were on a farm as a kid. Well, it's because my grandparents, my, my dad's parents lived on a farm for a short bit. I bet that was fun. Yeah, I, I one time saw a video where two girls shared a cup. Oh, and on that note. <laughs> I don't get it. What do you mean? I will not show you the video. I will not reference this. I will oh, not talk cup? about No, we're not talking well, about Well, we should it. let the audience know what the hell we're talking about no. here. There's, there's no, a, there's a ter- they are better for it. There's a terrible video on the internet called Two Girls, One Cup, and you never want to watch it. It is, I've only, I, listen, that video is like 12 minutes long. I've been able to make it through seven seconds before I have to turn it off. It's the most, it's the most disgusting thing you'll ever see. What the hell would they do with a cup? <sighs> Okay, not, now, now, no. I, now I feel like we need to watch. No, <laughs> we do not as a group need to watch this. This is not a bonding experience. Uh, I'm going home to go. Okay, I'm going to put it on the TV screen behind no, you, Brittany. No, you we could, no. All right. We're out of here. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of what the hell a woman would do with a cup. <sighs> she used it as a toilet. <laughs> Ish. Yeah, I didn't want to do Why this. Why would you watch that? <laughs> I didn't want to. Quit giggling, Rudy. I didn't want to be the person to tell you this. Your face looks like you're disappointed in me, but I have nothing I'm to do with this. I'm not disappointed in anybody. I'm just trying to figure out how much longer I can be on this show. You like, don't what have the any, hell are you you're talking done. about? You're done. Get us out of here. All right, we're out of here. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs>